2: For Middle Earth!
1: Hey, what's up, internets? Welcome to Epic Nerd Rad Geek Meltist hashtag. I'm your host, Danny Blaze. Follow me on Twitter. Joined by The Q-Man. We're gonna be talking all things geek. This is a brand new geekscape. It's out the window. Those five years suck. We're going to be talking Robert Kirkman. We got in the epic nerd-rad geek meltist hashtag hot tub. Hot tub. Bane's in the Dark Knight Rises. But how can you get Bane's body? We got the top five tips. We went to a gym. Epic. Also, we got our hot girlfriend here to talk to you about a new show called Doctor Who in a segment called Know Who Didn't. I want to tell you about a brand new sci-fi show called Doctor Who. Ever heard of it? Well, now you have. It's British. That makes it good. Back to you guys. <laughs> Can't wait to tap that info later. Ha, <laughs> double click for stacks. Sure, Robert. And we got a brand new segment for all you D&D heads out there. It's called Roll for Initiative. I've been playing D&D since back in the day. You know, three months ago. Follow me on Twitter. Remember, to pick Wednesdays. <laughs> In case you haven't talked about zombies with your friends enough, I'll be on TV later today talking about zombies after that show where all they do is talk instead of actually showing you zombies. You know, based on that indie comic you never heard of where they show zombies? Wait, no, they just talk about them? Pretty epic. Hey, you wanna see me eat a box for money? All that and more in the brand new epic nerd rad geek to hashtag. Stay tuned, internet. Follow us on Twitter. Alright, so epic, nerd-rad, geek-melt-ish hashtag. Let's get it going. Yo, Q-Man, you look good, bro. <laughs> Thanks, Danny Blaze. I like to say it's, a uh, geek chic. Aw, oh, man, yeah, you look tight. I could seriously go down... What the hell is going on here? Oh, hey, Jonathan. Hey, what, what are you two doing in here? Ah, oh, come on, man. Nobody wants old Geekscape anymore. That show sucks. You had five years. Now step aside and let the new wave in, all right?
0: I don't care who you are. You're in my studio. I'm here with my buddy Sam Weller. We came in here. We found you and your little stupid friend and your girlfriend. Where's your girlfriend? She just ran away. You mean a girlfriend. A girlfriend just went out, babe. Listen, we're going to do Geekscape like we've been doing it for five years. All right? That's what kids want. If you want the old episodes, check iTunes. There are two Geekscape classic feeds. One for audio, one for video. All the old episodes are still there and on the site. This is the brand new Geekscape. We're going to be talking conversations with real geeks. We're going to be talking news and reviews. That's what people want. They don't want some fake asshole telling them
1: what's cool. No man, that's a hot QQQQ tip.
3: No man, it isn't a hot QQQQ tip. You want to talk about what's hot, okay, the real nerd stuff. You're talking to
1: me. I read comic books and did musical theater at the same time when you weren't even born yet.
0: You tell him, Sam Weller.
1: What? You don't think I had a tough time in middle school? Aw man, I remember losing my virginity at 13. I was so nervous, both chicks I thought were laughing at me. You know what? Danny Blaze, just
0: get the hell out of here. So guys, you're listening to geek Same old, same old. Let's get this thing going for the next five years. Sounds good, Jonathan. Have a great show, my man. Bye, Sam. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Geekscapists? Welcome to episode 240 of Geekscape. If you're using the old chronology as your guide, this is your favorite movies, video games, and comic podcast. We're all audio now, so this is the first all audio uh, version of Geekscape. This is the first episode of Geekscape. It it's all encourages audio.
3: you to use your imagination.
0: It does. Um, you guys know what I, I look like if you guys have watched Geekscape before. So uh, if you haven't, go back, find some of the classic Geekscape episodes. There are 239 of them and familiarize yourself with the kind of uh, David Schwimmer-looking guy sitting over to your <laughs> left. <laughs> um, but if you're familiar with Geekscape, you know how it works. Uh, I sit down with a guest. We talk movies, video games, and comics, in news, reviews, whatever comes up. And I like to talk to guests who are basically uh, familiar with that world. My guest this week is uh, no stranger to you guys you have been watching Geekscape, Scott Klopfenstein, formerly of the band Real Big Fish. Formerly of the band. When you were on the show last, you were actually still in the band. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, um, what changed? Uh, my wife decided to clone, and uh, <laughs> needed 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 my participation. We decided to do a DNA replication, and uh, and, and that came out swimmingly. Uh-huh. Um, although I, I don't want to be misleading, it wasn't a water birth. No, your your daughter's
0: awesome. Yeah, she's hilarious. I spent some time with your daughter; she's amazing. Um,
3: do you miss being in the band? I, I miss playing for people. Right. Um, it's nice to be able to be home. And see the wife and family and not live out of a suitcase. I mean, there are definitely elements of, of being in the band that I miss. You were in this band since you were, what, 16? Yeah, 16. 16. Yeah, and I'm 34 now. Like, this was your
0: college. This, this was, was... your 20s. Yeah. This was all of it, and now you're sitting here and you're not in the band anymore. No, yeah. Um, what do you miss the most besides playing for people? Like, the, the, the musicianship of it, actually being in the band. I mean, because you can still play for people
3: regardless. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm doing that a little bit, but yeah, I just... I, you, uh, Playing every night is, is really the... And not having to have a 9 to 5 is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Not that 9 to 5 is bad. But don't let that was you, your 9 to 5. That was my 9 to 5, yeah.
0: Well, did, do you think that being in a band uh, that was successful almost from... Like, you, you you guys were in the band, like, what, two years before I got successful? Yeah, about that. Literally, you're how old? Uh, 18. I,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. When we, when we started to get... When somebody came up to us and said, Hey, would you like to make $400 a month to play music for a living... And and I nearly wet. Wait, <laughs> like four hundred dollars a yeah, month. Yeah, no, they they a whopping four hundred dollars a month was what they were offering us at first, and uh, and I jumped at the chance. This
0: was Mojo pre-Mojo.
3: This is Mojo. This is Mojo. Mojo. Like, as they like, said we like, could give you guys each four hundred dollars a month, and would you like to? And we said yes because I wasn't making anything at the time, and, and I was living in this this very house that we're in right now,
0: and that was before you guys had a single on the radio, right. So, I've, yeah, that was just kind of you know I could understand four hundred a month. Oh geez, no, I can't. <laughs> uh, and it was what? It, it was ninety six.
3: Uh, ninety five, ninety six.
0: Yeah, four hundred a month. To, but you had to tour. Did you make any extra like a merchandising or record sales or?
3: Not not till not till a bit later. I mean, not until we it, we, it we made four hundred a month for I want to say maybe like a year. Okay, but we were we were touring pretty heavily at a certain point so I mean um, but I mean most of us were living at home we didn't have great expenses I, I, I didn't have a car or anything like that so I didn't really need anything more than that I think actually some of us got different ranges I just I vouched for $400 because that's all I really needed I lived here right. at home I didn't have a car um, my, my, my girlfriend was um, nice enough to accept that as, as what I made as a living Cheap dates. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what happened... Uh, she when, paid a lot. What, what, what was the first single that got big?
0: Like, like Everything Sucks? Everything or, Sucks or, was first, yeah. And so what happened?
3: Uh, like, they, what changes?
0: Well, what changes when you're 18, 17, 18? What changes when all of a sudden you have a song on the radio?
3: At first, not a great deal. Really? Yeah. I mean, everything just kind of stays the same. And then, But it's when we started touring more extensively. It became 450. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was when we started touring extensively. The thing that made it different was... Um, Back when MTV, we, back when MTV used to play music videos, mm-hmm. that's when things got weird.
0: Okay, so you, I mean, what I saw was who directed your first music video for Everything? A uh, guy sucks? named
3: Jeff Gordon. It was it, it was actually Jeff Gordon also did Jeff Gordon uh, the, and uh, Christian Jacobs.
0: And he did the first Christian, but Jeff Gordon did the first
3: three videos for you guys. Yeah, he did. Everything sucks, Sell Out, and uh, she has a girlfriend. And he
0: now. was when he did Everything Sucks. He and this was this is the he, he video director, a, not the race car guy. Right, director. right, right. But uh, when Jeff Gordon was, he, he was still at USC. When he did Everything Sucks, or, or he had just come out of USC, is that true?
3: I don't know, okay. I, I know very little about the,
0: that. The, Confirm this for me, if, if, uh, if. if
3: it's true. Okay.
0: Brian Singer, mm-hmm. director of Usual Suspects, the two good X-Men movies, is it true that he worked on the Everything Sucks video?
3: Okay, different Brian Singer. Okay, never mind, that video out. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, 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 and that Because you see him in the credits. Right, different Brian Singer. Okay. All right, very different Brian Singer.
0: Okay, because the, the geeks got excited. They were like, "Oh, you know, you could, you know, why didn't they cast you as Wolverine?" No, I, but you know, <laughs> you're more Bobby um. Drake. But um, yeah, because I saw that, and I'd I, I'd never asked you that question. And we were fr- we've been friends kind of since I shot a video for you guys, right? Which was the sequel to the Everything Sucks video.
3: Don't start a band.
0: That, I mean, that, that was kind of the spiritual sequel to that.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. I, yeah.
0: um, well, that's what that's what we'd have talked about it being was sort of like you know you guys have come full circle from. Being, you know, undiscovered, everything sucks, and then now you guys have had some success and everything sucks yeah. again. <laughs> it's like, you know what, this
3: is not all it is cracked up to be. And we
0: will, we will tell you in a video, in a song, yeah. a, how everything sucks. Um, I, I had actually wanted to pay, I had pitched on, on drinking, which was the spiritual successor to beer. We were talking about this.
3: I never heard of You about didn't
0: know this. that? No. I have a treatment on this very computer that I can email you. Um, I have a treatment for uh, that Drink. video.
3: And, and it's funny that the, the, the reasoning why... I have to make sure that this is still is recording. Is this still recording?
0: I don't know. Does it look like it? It looks like it froze up. It looks like it stopped. Let's see. All right. Uh, good to go. Yeah, we are still recording, but I did, I did get rid, rid of those little Rice Krispies that were happening. Yeah, that's just, that was annoying. You know, it, it's, it's a brand new world here with audio, so I, I have to refamiliarize myself with everything, but it does remind me of what we used to do in, in college, uh, which is where you and I met. I was a freshman at Penn. Right. You guys were playing the TLA in Philly, mm-hmm. and we've told this story before on Geekscape, where twice. I mean, like
3: for some reason I ended up on mangled the, pirate ship copy of Kevin.
0: <laughs> I ended up on Iron the tour Man. bus, and I met you. And I mean, I was I was like a cursory fan. Uh, I had actually met you guys through I think Stormy. Maybe. It doesn't matter. Uh, your merch girl was MTX's merch girl. Oh 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 oh, uh, Paige. Paige. Yes. And she introduced us to you guys, and we ended up on the tour bus, just kind of hanging out and you were so proud that you had Daredevil number one, Kevin Smith's first, and right. well, it looked like a damn pirate map. Yeah, it was yeah. so messed up that for a comic book fan like myself, I was horrified. Yeah, it was dark. Those were dark days. Those were dark days. What was going You were 18, 19? Uh, At that time, you're, yeah, you're like touring, you guys were touring and playing some sizable plays yeah, like yeah. The you lose your mind. But you had your, you guys had a couple hits. Yeah. Like, everything sucks.
3: At that point with Page, yeah, I mean, things were starting to like really take off for us, we were She's got a girlfriend shows. now. Yeah. What was the other
0: one? sell out. Sell out. Yeah, Sellout. Sellout. yeah well, how could we forget that one? Yeah. <laughs> what was that one? Sell out. Uh, you later that year you guys would appear in a uh, in uh, basketball. What, uh, basketball. Um what were you what were you what was that like having that kind of a success? Were you still making $400 a, a month? No, I
3: was making considerably more. Um, but it's so blurry like because it, it all happens so fast. I mean, it's one of those things where um, and I have a lot of other people that I know who've had Actual like huge crazy success. They feel feel a lot of the same ways. It's like things because you're go friends with the so dudes fast. from Maroon Five. We 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 are friends with them, uh, t- and uh-huh. I haven't spoken to them in years. Those guys are right. so busy, but but they've had astronomical um, se-
0: yeah, success. Yeah, yeah, right.
3: I mean, you know, so it's like you know, it just it happens. Everything goes so fast, and you're constantly so busy that like okay, you, you just don't know. Like okay. there was a time when we would in your team, yeah. So we would hop there was a time during I want to say yeah it was it was near the tail end of either turn the radio off or the beginning of why do they rock so hard where Aaron and I would hop on a we we played in New York Aaron and I stayed in a hotel the rest of the band drove someplace else and we stayed up and we did uh press throughout half the day then we hopped on a plane and this was before 911 so you could actually just hop on a plane
0: uh-huh.
3: and um without taking your clothes off and and <laughs> now you
0: do it by choice yeah now it's
3: you know kind of fun uh and then we'd hop on a plane, fly to where the band was, go play a show, hop back on a plane, fly back to New York, sleep for a couple hours, and then go and do press for half the day. Go back what? to a hotel, sleep, or hop on a plane, go play a show with the band. I mean, we did this, like, we were playing a show every night, but then in, like, the wee hours of the morning, flying back to New York to do press all day long. But, and this is where people get into doing hard drugs. What because were you, do- you just don't what, sleep. And what were you doing? Just going crazy.
0: No, and what were you doing drug-wise?
3: Oh, uh, at 18 I think I was just really only smoking weed back then I mean drinking heavily and smoking weed that's all that's I really it. ever got into really a little hash oil but that's it that's it yeah because I was hard. I'm hyper to begin with so it's like I need the the things to bring me kind of a and you treated
0: place. a comic book like that yeah <laughs> like, like people, people lose well, their I wasn't p-
3: shaking and reading it you know <laughs> you, like, you, you watch I wasn't it. rolling it to do lines or anything <laughs> you
0: watch Intervention you see people like losing their families over <laughs> over what you just said and I'm like I could just imagine. Have you seen, have you seen the, the ultimate cry? There, we have a listener, big you know, big yanks in New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, big yanks. Big yet. yanks. Big yanks. And I, uh, he always sends me that YouTube of uh, the, the the greatest cry ever. If you YouTube it, you'll find like it's an intervention episode, and this dude is literally like, I love you, and then this dude lets out a cry which is kind of inhuman. He's like,
3: oh, the barbaric yelp, like uh, like Robin Williams yay. talks about in Ben Poet
0: Society. Yeah. So he lets out this thing. And that's what I would do if I saw that comic book today. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, because like, at the time I was like, oh, this is just some drug addled rock star. I didn't know it was just weed, now I'm worried. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, oh, this dude's on heroin.
3: So, no, no. So, so I'm, there I'm, might have been, I mean, there were hallucinogenics involved, too. Okay,
0: okay. Uh, that was starting to get a little clear for me yeah, and yeah, unclear yeah. for you. So, um, yeah, and if I had cared about you as a friend like I do today, I would have brought you on Intervention. (laughs) I would have brought that Daredevil out of it like,
2: because I love you. And I would have had that,
0: that (laughs) I would have had that crapped out (laughs) Daredevil number one. And I think it would have forced you to quit. Yeah. Forget the fact that you have a kid and a wife now. (laughs) Right, right, right.
3: Um, I feel like, and two, we just moved to uh, Park Slope in Brooklyn. And I feel like, and in the move, some of my comics got damaged. Like, Oh yeah, you're telling breaking me Breaking my heart, damage. Oh. What happened? Somehow there was water water damage on them, and and like things got put in certain places, and and they sat there for a little while, and mold and all sorts of stuff. And we've got a baby; we can't mold in the house. And just Maybe broke it's time my for heart. Another intervention. Just broke my heart, and I felt like the thing that actually popped into my mind. <laughs> I was like, "This is karma. <laughs> this is it coming back," you know. Because you this you, is you, Kevin Smith's Daredevil number one coming back because because when i remember
0: the second or third day of shooting our video um we were hanging out at vince's house where we shot like the garage right right right. and you and i hadn't really talked because you started mm-hmm. that video in new york like you flew in and just started like that video so i had really been working with aaron and uh and i said scott like you don't remember this but i've never forgotten because <laughs> for me <laughs> were, like scarred <laughs> yeah for me it's like schindler's list <laughs> 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 and i was like hey, we, we never forgot this listen we gotta talk, Scott, because you were pretty fucked up back in the day. <laughs> Let me tell you how great it got, buddy. Oh. You may
1: not this. Hey, Scott, listen, I, I need you to sit down. What I'm gonna tell you is kind of fucked up. Back in the day, <laughs> I was 17, 18. You were 17, 18. I saw you fuck up a Daredevil number one comic,
0: which everyone has, and now <laughs> like, right, right. That, that thing sold gangbusters. Uh, and and you were just like, I don't remember. <laughs> how much? How much do you not remember from like? The successful era a of great Rebecca. deal. Really? I do
3: not remember a great deal because of drinking or um, because
0: of the, the the speed at which it went. All of it. I mean, it's right. like it's
3: such a whirlwind, and you're really like, because you got to think too. It's your youth. <laughs> yeah, your entire youth is be, is is spent like with no no end of stability, like no right. no real bedrock to like you know call home.
0: You didn't even have the like the years in college in which you were like, oh, that's my freshman year, right. that's my sophomore year. That's my junior You didn't even have any of those kind of like benchmarks. You, I mean, you had albums. Right. We had, you, know, right but I, you guys had that first album. I keep and, order that of things on
3: like, albums and girlfriends.
0: But that album went like gold. Yeah. I think it's beyond gold now. Yeah.
3: We actually didn't sign our record contract with Mojo until the record went gold. Okay. They, for some reason we hadn't gotten things I think things since it's out. gone beyond gold. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's definitely sold more than 500,000 copies. Okay. It's, it's pushing platinum soon. Here. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Okay.
0: The second album, what happened?
3: The radio got weird. I mean, like, you know, unfortunately, the ska band thing kind 99? of faded out. Yeah, it was later, like, 88, 89. They didn't want no, to no. hear horns on the radio. 98, either. 99. Is that what I said? When I mean, you were on drugs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they didn't want to hear horns on the radio anymore. And but, also something happened in there where... Uh, and And... You know, I I, I got to preface before I say anything of this is it's like you know, th- there's two things that happen in the music industry, and you've got yeah. two ends. Come you got it. You got it. You're good. good. Yeah, keep oh, talking. Okay.
0: You've, you got a damn beard, and ah, the damn no. microphone's going into this beard. <laughs> Did you have fun um, delivering presents the other day?
3: <laughs> and you'll get caught in there. Yeah. Um, but anybody give you, you milk and cookies? <laughs> you literally look like <laughs> oh, Santa I heard the early years. Um, where you've got not to, that early. What is going on here? Oh, okay. Um, You've got people that are there to make money off of a product, right. and then you've got people that are there to make the product and want to make art, and so when those two worlds come together, there's a lot of like, a lot of head butting. Right. Um, Mojo did some things that we didn't think were wise, mm-hmm. and we started to butt heads at that point, and. <laughs> um, and, and so it was easier it,
0: to just not deal with you guys or take care of your album.
3: Right. I mean, and, and, and as far as I understand it, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If anybody from Mojo Records listening is like, that's bullshit, then hey. None of them getting scared. You know, yeah, totally. But, um, just they, get to the reviews. They, what happened was, as I understand it, is we were going to let K-Rock come in and pick, listen to the album and pick their single, whatever they wanted. And uh, Mojo decided to push a single onto them. Right. And it kind of hurt the relationship. Because you've got to keep a relationship with these people.
0: And so K-Rock didn't want to play the album. Right. Because it wasn't the song they'd picked.
3: Because, yeah, like Mojo tried to like flex their muscles or be... Some, I don't know. So I know that that was part of it as well. What song would um, you...
0: Out of that second album, which I think is awesome, uh, I love the third album.
3: Uh, the third album, Cheer Up.
0: I love Cheer Up. But the second album, Why Do They Rock So Hard, what, what, was, the, what was the single you would have picked?
3: Gosh, I don't know. I'd have to even, I, don't not even, I don't even really truly remember what was on that record.
0: Because um, you were making art
3: <laughs> Yeah right No it's just uh, So many records So many songs And we played them all For so many years right, like, right, I forget right, which right. is on which record Um, I mean I I thought the setup Was actually a great tune Right I remember when I heard it And we were working on it I was like this song's awesome Um, But what else is on there I feel like there were Some other things on that record There's a Pit
0: The, the In The Pit song
3: In The Pit's on there Um.
0: You're right. Like, like you do. Like you do, kind of just. Yeah. Put I want your
3: girlfriend is on that record. That's, That's a good, a good one. one. That's a great one. That
0: one would have been a good one.
3: Um, but
0: you're playing music now. I am. What, 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 what do you think kept? Well, let's 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 put a, a fork in it. Mm-hmm. But but this is what I'm going to put a fork in it on. What do you think kept the band from doing what No Doubt did and transitioning into like the 2000s? in like staying happy with radio, and and because no doubt turned into like no doubt, right? You know what I mean. And you guys did great, but we kind no doubt of, hit like the stratosphere,
3: right? But we kind of stayed a little more true to the ska roots, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and, and 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 more, you know. I love no doubt. No more power to those cats. I think you know they're talented, and, and I wish them all the best always. And we just, I mean, we always looked up to them no matter what. Um, and, and actually, I, celebrate, I listen to all their records, and they're an amazing pop band. Right. Amazing pop but band they with became, ska influence. You would say that
0: they became a pop band.
3: No, yeah, they just they decided to embrace the pop band element of things a little Why more. Why didn't
0: you guys put out a dance record? Um,
3: Aaron wanted to. <laughs> did he really? He did. If you listen to um, our, we did a Pixies tribute album, mm-hmm. and we did Gigantic. And it's a dance version of Gigantic. It's that's cool. Sh- 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 I mean, like that's what it is. It was all done on a groove box. And, that like, sounds fun.
0: It was fun. But is there a place for you in that band? Right, no. <laughs>
3: um and there wasn't a place for any of us. Like it right. was just Aaron and uh and our bass player at the time, Matt Wong, like with this groove box like recording <laughs> you know. It's something like fun in that. Yeah, I mean it was it sounded cool. It was a... wow, 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 wow. It was, you know. Do um dispel it for the
0: geekscapist, because like you know I, I think every kid Has a, that dream Of either being Like a sports star Or a rock star I don't know How many groupies Did you get How are the groupies None What are you talking about I'm
3: terrified of women
0: What are you talking about
3: Absolutely terrified so you um, didn't
0: even cash in the check. No, like you had, you had a check. Were there moments? There were. were there moments you look back and you were like, okay, could I have that girl, that girl, that girl, that there girl? There were
3: moments girl. where I tried to be that guy, and it's just not me. Like I couldn't seal the deal. I remember in specific. Okay, where we were, were you? In Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And This girl, and I want to say it was my birthday. Okay. And um, w-
0: describe her to me, please.
3: I need <laughs> this. They, they need this. this. Very attractive girl, long uh, brunette hair. Uh, college student. We've got to have this conversation before your wife gets on uh, you know? Yeah, before my <laughs> wife gets here. Uh, just, just a lovely girl, very, very attractive, shapely, just great. Right, great. Right. And, um, and you had no wife. And you had no I girlfriend. I was a single guy yeah, yeah, yeah. on the road, uh, he, and, which was very rare because I was mostly in relationships. Okay. So it was very rare. Single, which also helps. Yeah. Um, that hurts. <laughs> you, you think <laughs> it helps. Helps <laughs> or hurts. <laughs> yeah, you know? It hurts. But, um, and so... She was at the front of the stage I was like kind of talking with her Flirting with her And she was blowing me off Which that's like a clear sign Especially when I'm on stage I have all the confidence in the world Right I'm just, like oh You're not blowing me off girl Like this You were me. giving her looks from stage so, yeah I was talking so you, Flirting and she kept blowing me off Like being like From oh, stage uh, you're giving this girl looks Right Okay And so Somehow I connect with her after the show And she has a friend there with her And like they come on the tour bus And we're hanging out And uh, they travel with us to our hotel And we're sitting there And it's just me and this girl In the back lounge And I start to, you know, hey, uh, and all of a sudden. And I don't know why I asked it. It's because I'm a moron, <laughs> basically. is I'm just, I am just I have to sabotage wait, myself. Reach? I asked her. I was like, wait a second. Do you have a boyfriend? I don't know why it came yeah, into my head. Did. And, then and she's guilt, like, yeah. I do, but. And I was all, ah. Oh. And karmically, I just don't believe in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the scumbag in no, me no, is just no, like, no. dude, the guy's <laughs> not said, around. Yeah. Like, you let a girl like I this said, out by herself? Like, what are you going to do? I but said, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant no, no, no. <laughs> Karmically, I know that stuff comes back around, and right. I, you know, I, I have huge fears of, of infidelity and what have you. Uh, and so it was just, I in my brain it was just like, you can't do this because then because I put myself in the guy's shoes, I wasn't drunk enough. Is basically the point, like, right. If I had been more drunk, I would have not been able been like forget the guy, it up. but then that would have been the problem too, right? Me. So it was the one time. Um, I think I yeah I've had like one one night stand, and it was actually somebody that I've known. No, it doesn't count. I've, I've known this person for a long time, like, on the road. She was someone who came around, she was a friend, and it was, it wasn't. It's, but, you,
0: but you remember those moments, those, those
3: groupie moments? Did you, ever, did you ever beat off to the groupie
0: moments later when you thought about them later?
3: No, they're kind of demoralizing.
0: <laughs> as, demor- you know I mean? as demoralizing as masturbation is already? Well, yeah, it's like, like <laughs> you know, like, it's, and it's one of those
3: things where you're like, you know, in your fantasies, all of a sudden you're getting turned down and you're like, you know. What and and at the
0: end of masturbating, she tells you that she has a boyfriend. Right, right, right. You're like, oh, well, your, your fantasy has a boyfriend. There we go. Yeah, the boyfriend shows up. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah,
3: but it's so no I mean, regrets. No, none whatsoever. Do,
0: I mean, it's, a lot of people it's hard work. You think a lot of people in bands have those regrets? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because well, like, you you probably knew a bunch of bands that like. Did well in that era And then uh, You know And then you see them On like a warp tour
3: Right
0: And they're not pulling out What they used to pull And you're like Oh shit like.
3: I think if you don't make Your rock and roll dream What your rock and roll dream Needs to be While you're doing it Then You probably do have regrets But I mean like We, we I, I can honestly say Like I did everything I wanted to do Right I played All the venues I wanted to play There's only a few left That I want to play And I would never Have played them With Real Big Fish Anyhow mm-hmm. Um I met a lot of the people I wanted to meet. Uh, I've seen the whole world. I've I've circumnavigated the globe multiple times. I mean, I've done the incredible things in a 17-year career. And, like, leaving the road was actually not that difficult. Really? Not that difficult at all. Was it because the
0: the band had not, like, kept that level of success? Or what was it?
3: I mean, I feel like... You
0: just got older? Like, like physically you got...
3: I mean, real big fish may have hit a certain plateau for a while, and and you know, I I have a, I am a firm believer that that band can do absolutely anything they want to do. Mm-hmm. Aaron is a very talented songwriter and individual. and It's like anything they want to do, they could do, if they just put the, their best foot forward. And but they seem to, Aaron seems to be content with where he's at, and that's that's more power to him. So what are you gonna do? You know, who knows? I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out what that is. I mean, like I have other I have musicians I'm working with right now in New York. Um I I'm working on songs and just kind of getting things back down to simple forms. I'm no longer working with big extravaganzas and horns and all of that. You got things. a
0: kid now, you can't even go to the movies.
3: It's true. It's true. I do get I do get time to play though. Like really? music is yeah, my my wife is very understanding about that. So I get like I if my wife, you know, when my daughter goes down for naps, I'm const- I sit down and I write and I work and I, you know, play music and I practice. Um it's
0: kind of sucked though like seeing like a trailer for a movie and then be like, "Ah, Jonathan, how was it?"
3: <laughs> you know what? So many of the trailers for movies have been so bad lately. It's just movies haven't been like and then I I get to see it eventually. Like I was, you know, when I when Captain America came out, I was like, "How am I ever going to see it?" Yeah, you this? saw it
0: like last week. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. You know.
3: But it's fine because I don't have any geek friends in New York, so it's like no. you know I don't have. You, any...
0: I mean, but you still listen to Geekscape from now and then.
3: I do. I, when, yeah, whenever I get a chance. Although there was the problem, I couldn't check out the site with the. Malware. Uh, oh, the malware
0: has gone. Yeah, yeah. The malware's well, gone. I'll be back there then. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. But but screw the site. Like listening to the show, you still listen to the show, and you would get your geek fakes right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was your favorite movie of the year?
3: Favorite movie of the year. Trying to think about my year. Um and not be dead air. Uh. Well, I mean.
0: I'm trying to keep the, uh, the, the headphone right, right, right. cord from like hitting my mic.
3: This is a problem I, I hadn't had, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm trying to think what I saw this year. I can tell you my least favorite movie of what? the year. That was Immortals. <laughs> you know, like you didn't listen to Game Fast. Oh enough. my god. Well a friend of mine you know, like I don't get, get out to the movies too often and I, I had a friend who we hadn't hung out in a long time. He's like, I just I want to go see a movie with you and I'm like, you know, I'm like of course. And There's that's actually not how out. my friend you, talks. You I don't didn't know have why. to go see immortals. But I didn't have any choice in the matter. I was just like, you pick it, we'll go see it. Right. And we sat there, we watched it visually, a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: Tarsa makes like the best you know uh screensavers.
3: Yeah. Ever. And then I mean and I gotta say, the, the girl from uh, the, yeah, yeah 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 the,
0: the girl from uh, what's it called
3: Slumdog Millionaire Slumdog Millionaire yeah, yeah. her that that there was yeah, a very bought. there was a very nice scene that that made a lot of the movie worth it
0: but that's like Conan the Barbarian you get to see the chick who played um, uh, Scarlet from GI Joe yeah you get to see her 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 totally naked Wait. but but it's still not worth sitting through Conan <laughs> the Barbarian that was my worst movie of the year. Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. Looking back on 2011, that was my worst movie of the
3: year. I didn't. Th- yeah, I didn't actually think that that one would be worth seeing. <laughs> but Immortals, but, here we go. I didn't. Well, I didn't think. I didn't even think that one would be worth seeing either. But that was when we were in, we were in a heavy,
2: right.
3: like baby phase, so I didn't even see previews or anything for that one. Sure, it's got dudes. Yeah. It was oh, like, we... I think I saw. Yeah, like the little the little uh, picture for it on the iTunes trailers I was all I don't need to watch that preview I already know exactly what it is
0: what I um, I've seen everything
3: I know at we, this point that's amazing I can live vicariously it's, uh, through you War
0: Horse Laura and I went to see War Horse she didn't like she thought it was boring but I, I, I got into it like like the, the classic Spielberg camera I got into it if you like Spielberg when he's doing uh, what was the one with the young Christian Bale
3: oh uh, Empire, Empire of the, the Sun. Sun like like yeah. if
0: you like like that kind of like deliberate Spielberg yeah it's closer to that kind of thing Um. It was a adap- it was adapted from a children's book and then into a play and then into a movie and you can see remnants you can hear remnants from Did the, the play. Plays. Have a horse on stage? You, well, no, they had a, a puppetry. They used like puppets. Yeah, it looked like a skeletal carriage type thing.
3: Kind of like The Lion King.
0: Yeah, it was it, it's supposedly amazing, but you can feel like it's an adaptation of a play as you're watching it. Um, I thought the movie was really good. I didn't, I didn't think it was great. I thought it was really good. Um, I mean, I was in love with the camera work. I was in love with the nice... The script is nice, but you kind of know where it's going. Who did the music for it? uh, I think... Who did do the music? Yeah, I mean, you always want to jump to John Williams. Even though John Williams did the music for Tintin, which is top five of the year material. Tintin, go see it in 3D. It's awesome. It's the tightest script. Like, Steve Moffat, Joe Cornish, and Edgar Wright did the script, and the script is super tight. Uh, The motion capture is incredible. Um, I loved every minute of, of... of Tintin It just doesn't It doesn't stop right. it, it starts right off the bat You get all the story You need to You don't get any Backstory on Tintin You don't need a Backstory on a kid Running around Solving like crimes With his dog Right uh, The cool stuff is um, Herrick Or Haddock The Captain Haddock uh, His whole story About they, like, They don't shy away From the fact that He has an intense Alcoholism problem It's on a lot Of the movie Wow And it's really Well handled I mean, Tintin uses a gun. You would think, like, in this day and age, like, especially when Spielberg went back to E.T. and removed the gun and replaced it with walkie-talkies. Remember when he did that? Yeah. You're like, oh, man, like, now Spielberg has a movie with this Peter Jackson and, and Tintin where Tintin uses a gun, runs around with a gun because the bad guys have machine guns and are shooting at him. <laughs> right. So Tintin's, like, shooting back at them, which I think is cool. Kids are going to love that. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you play that when you're playing out in the yard. Yeah. Um, in the Haddock alcoholism stuff, it gets heavy, but nothing that is too dark that would scare a kid. I thought it was the movie was just spot on, perfect. That's I used, awesome. I, I used to read those books like my parents would just leave me at like the Austin Library, yeah. And they had like it was basically a giant cat house like made out of carpet. <laughs> it was, it was you, know those, you know those like cat houses made out of carpet. Like they had one of those, but it was like a castle. It was the middle of the the Austin Library, and uh, they I would just sit up there and read those Tintin books like over and over again and uh and so i was really looking forward to this movie um warhorse is good i prefer tintin if you're going to go spielberg and um warhorse is worth seeing it's just uh you you, you might get bored because you're going to see what's next be- not because it's deliberate or generic but because it's the appropriate choice and like right. like that's the thing about spielberg like he keeps making the appropriate choices there were one or two camera shots where i was like there were one or two shots where I was like, okay, that's too much. Like, that's going into, like, Ron Howard manipulation territory. Right. You know, but all the performances are good. The music's good. I mean, how, how could you not be into a movie about a horse? And it's not so much about World War I or this and that. It's literally the horse's journey um, and how much that, the existence of that one horse has changed so many people's lives in the course of this period because the horse has several owners throughout the, the course of the movie.
3: Mm, kind of like that thing about the movie about the dollar bill. But with a horse,
0: yeah, it, it, I, it's worth seeing. Like War Horse is definitely worth seeing. Um, Sherlock Holmes was. If you like the first Sherlock Holmes, you'll enjoy the second Sherlock Holmes. They are what they are. Uh, it's loose, yeah, and like like you're like okay, well. Um, it's kind of like the the Ocean's Eleven movies where it's like okay, they were never in any total real danger because they look out, they they look back and it was all going according to plan, right? You know, you're like oh man, this is this is uh this is pretty. You know, remember like Ocean's Eleven, like. You'd think that they they were gonna like the the jig was up,
3: right? And they're like, "Oh no, that was all I, that was all by design, purely calculated." Sherlock
0: Holmes does that, where it's like, "Okay, you got a little bit of it's a little bit of a get like several get out of jail free cards." And if you think that's cheap, you probably won't like it. But uh, I enjoy it. I think they're fun, you know. Uh, and then girl with the dragon tattoo, I saw that, which um, I never read the books. Neither have I. I never saw the, like the the European version. Neither have I. Um, it's a well-made movie. You know, you can't go into a, a, a movie. You know, by uh, by what's his name?
3: Damn. The director.
0: Uh, why, why am I blanking on this, Geeks? Um You can't go into his movies and not get a uh, David Fincher. You can't go into a David Fincher movie and not have a good experience. Like his filmmaking is awesome. Plot-wise, like it, you know, it, it's a procedural and. Right. You're going to be into it, and yeah, it has some really dark moments. Uh, I did see it with Ian Kerner. You've heard of the episodes with Ian Kerner where he gets all manic about comic books. Like, Ian Kerner is awesome, but sometimes in movies, especially if you see the book, he, uh, right before you get to the scenes, he, he always, like, presumpts them by, like, grabbing your arm and being like, dude, check this out, check this out. And it, and it, and it completely... Eliminates any of the tension or any of the surprise from that scene because you know something awful or something <laughs> big is going to happen. So Ian, Ian gets like, as fanboy as he gets on Geekscape on the couch. Ian gets uh, that way in a movie theater, and it almost hurts the experience of going to see a movie. Like, I love Ian to death, but um I know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. Just, just seeing like all the pieces starting to come together. I know something bad or something exciting or you know it's like david fincher's that good of a, a storyteller that if you know anything about film or film like the language of film you can tell he's setting you up for some kind of surprise or some kind of turn or some kind of twist i don't need ian <laughs> grab my hand like some 15 year old in a date dude, dude dude it got to the point where i shushed him and laura's like and laura was kind of like 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 laughing at the same time and she goes, Did you just shush me? I'm like, No, I fucking shush Ian because he won't let up. He's like a damn kid in a candy store. He's like, oh, oh,
1: check this out, check this out
0: Oh, here comes the good part, here comes the good part. I'm like, Shut the f- just let me enjoy the damn movie. Like I know I'm a gabby son of a bitch too, but like, dude,
3: let me enjoy the movie. Movie theater's a movie theater. Right. It's don't worry. Yeah. You're More important it, than you're, a library.
0: You're thinking Audacity froze. Audacity is not freeze. No, I know. We keep looking at it. But, but it well, what I'm looking at now is, is like the... Oh, is there a counter? The, well, there's a counter for for how much disc recording space. Oh,
3: I was going to say, I was like, we have not been talking for 15 it, hours. No, no, th-
0: that's how much space is left. We could... It's telling us we could record for another 15 hours. We don't need to bring it to that. No. I um, see. You did see the the Hobbit trailer. You had to see that. It was I online. did. What did you think of that?
3: I thought it was awesome. Because they don't give you anything... Uh spectacular, like none of the crazy visuals and stuff but it, it, it sets the tone and you get to see all the characters that you want to see right off the bat and they build that, you know, the tension of it and, and it's, I thought it was appropriately done they don't they don't need to show anything crazy and they, know, you know, well they don't need to show Smog or I don't think know, they're going to show Smog at all No, no, movie. not in this one, right. but I mean we will We'll probably get into uh, um, um Rock giant. I mean, just there's. You, you do see a quick clip of those three trolls. Of the three trolls. Oh, yeah. But it's so quick. Like, we don't need Peter Jackson to prove to us that he's going to deliver the fantastical elements of the book appropriately. You're right. And they, I think, and I'm like glad that moments. he knows that. Yeah. Like, we just want to see the faces of the characters in these books that we've read millions of times and go, like, okay, that's, you know, like, and, and let him, he, so that he's letting us know, like, is this what you thought he looked like? Did you have a nerd boner? I did.
0: Watch it? Like, I was so
3: excited to that just was, see some, that was well. That, I've been watching was the, so important to me. I've been watching the uh, his his little ten minutes
0: production blogs. Yeah, yeah.
3: which was so great. Like I found it very interesting that they had to uh, because of the three D cameras. They had to enhance all the colors. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's great.
0: Yeah, three D does kind of dilute your color. Yeah,
3: I'm, and like they explain it, and like you look at the sets through a regular cut, and you're like, wow, that looks gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see it, and you're like, oh no, it looks. I, you know, I like that kind of I, I was glad that he did that So when I saw Like A little bit of put together Right I thought that was nice Also uh, I, I got a little bit of a For Prometheus Oh really Like the
0: it's Supposedly alien prequel
3: and, I mean well From what I've read It's no longer Going to be an alien prequel But that's what he it was Thinking so about related, it as though. Yeah and Especially with the Big horseshoe ship mm-hmm. But um, Yeah I got excited About that I, I, I mean Those first two Alien movies Are just awesome
0: yeah, in this, just seeing, is it Charlie Theron's in this? And you've got Michael Fassbender for sure in yeah. this. It looks like a damn Aliens movie. Yeah. How can you not get excited about it? Then again, like, is this still the same Ridley Scott? I worry, because, you know, if you've seen, like, Ridley Scott's last couple movies, you're like, okay, it's a different Ridley Scott. Can he go back to, can he take what he's learned since and right. make a better movie that's similar to Alien?
3: I want to have faith. Blade Runner. I want to have faith. I right. mean, I've—it's been a long time since we've had a good old-fashioned legend side. <laughs> uh, did he do legend? The, the yeah, he
0: did legend with Tom. Tom Cruise,
3: Cruise and yeah. dude, that movie's awesome. Tim Curry, yeah, yeah that movie's great. Uh, That's my
0: favorite devil design is Tim Curry and Legend. Yeah, he just that looks thing's, awesome. Those
3: horns look so heavy, so yeah. heavy.
0: Is he the same guy? Because like you also see like the path West, West Craven started taking. Right. And you were like, man, I don't know about West Craven anymore. And Then you saw Scream Four, and I actually saw, thought Scream Four was fun.
3: It was. I didn't get a chance to see it. Yet. It's
0: not fun for the first ninety percent of the movie. <laughs> for the first ninety percent of your movie, uh, the movie, in my opinion, you were like, uh, I've kind of grown this. And then all of a sudden, it hits the point where the twists start to be revealed, mm. and you're like, okay, this, is, like, you can just see West Craven like giggling somewhere having right. fun. So you were saying that you had a, uh, you still play music. What are you playing when you play new music?
3: Uh, I have uh, some tunes I've been working on Actually since I Unfortunately sadly Since I moved to New York um, It took me a while To figure out like What the world sounds like When you move What are you so, talking about You're getting
0: all artsy on this I do I do We just want you um, We really want you To talk X-Men <laughs> <laughs> It's no, Geekscape I just We just want you To talk about how When you awesome change Grand Such Zelda extreme
3: environments be... it's, it's Maybe it, that mic's too close to you, Is so it though. too close Yeah uh, am, I, I'll, am I blown yeah, up Yeah um, yeah okay. we, Are we good Yeah I think you're better now Okay when you cha- not, for me personally like My, my yeah. environment is, is, has such a heavy influence On what the music sounds like Right um, And so moving to New York It's so chaotic and crazy That it took me a long time to figure out What <coughs> That's me coughing Everything sounded like right. there in my head That sounded like a cough Okay um, But uh, so yeah It's I'd totally be-
0: different but, I mean but you'd played in New York before Like you'd been in New York before Yeah
3: but living there is a, is a whole yeah. different ball of wax It really is And so, um, yeah, it it took me a while to kind of find a sound and um, structure to music that I appreciated Mm -hmm. and that I could dig and get behind. Um, And actually, like now, instead of, uh, whereas, you know, when I was living here, I had projects like Real Big Fish and I had a project called The Littlest Man Band, Mm -hmm. which was also a very, you know, large group of dudes, horn section, multiple, you know people playing multiple instruments and stuff and this is what i'm doing now is more it's boiled down i'm working with only a three piece um i'm challenging myself is not i came to this point where i was like i don't know if i'm even any good as a songwriter for real for real what's wrong with you because well you've hide behind you know bells and whistles for so long and it's you know you forget that the most important thing is writing a song below it Mm-hmm. and so I got to this point where I wanted to make sure that my songs were any good okay. so it's, I'm working with a three piece now that there's really no way to hide behind anything like I'm not a good enough guitar player to where I can get really super tricky mm-hmm. and pretend like a song is better than it is Right. so um, yeah I've been, I've been working on that I've been working with some guys um, for the past seven months um, and it's a little slow going, just because I'm very I'm meticulous. But these are my, your songs. They're, they're all my tunes. Do you have any yeah.
0: you want to play for us here on Geekscape? Like I could. Yeah. Do you have anything about like Yoda or anything uh, about Yoda? Jedi's or um, I
3: should have actually, and I should have practiced. You should have done the like Lando a geek song. Oh, the Lando song is great. I actually, I wonder if I remember if remember how it goes. I, I don't be, know. I, don't I know. did
0: not practice it. We, we, okay, Geekscape is here. Wait, here, here's some background. Here's some background. Uh, during singledom, Scott recorded two. Uh, songs that were supposed to go into the soundtrack, into scenes, and I yanked them like in the like the last three weeks or something. I yanked them because I knew that if they were part of the deliverables, Fox would own them. And I thought the songs were so damn good, I pulled them out. Uh, and they never made it on a single though They never got delivered. Never made it on a single them. They were never part of that project. And now we have these two great songs, and I want to do something with this Lando song. So maybe we'll see it. Okay, how does that one go? See, thinking to remember the lyrics. Uh, I think I can, actually. Yeah, I, I think I know the lyrics. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, so
3: this, I seriously have not played this song right. in, since I probably recorded it. Right. So, uh, all right. So, one, two, ooh,
2: ooh, yeah. I've done some things that I'm really not proud of, and now I'm filled with regret. Made a deal with the Empire and gave my best friend to Boba Fett. But as I set out on this mission, the only thing that I am wishing is that I wasn't here sitting next to Nine Up. but back in Cloud City and making love. Leaving you in Bespin, I lost the best in me. You're the finest little loving machine. Dreams of you kept me cool while I was burning up on Tatooine. Well, all I'm thinking about is what you're doing, where you are. The last thing on my mind is blowing up the Death Star. Please, little Tauntaun, turn my lightsaber on so I can climb inside and do my thing. And
3: then there's like a guitar, yeah, that solo.
2: guitar solo. That'll work. <laughs> you know. Then there's like a build-up thing, sort yes. uh, thing. Yeah. Leaving you investment, I lost the best in me. You're the finest little loving machine Dreams of you kept me cool while I was burning up on Tatooine Well, all I'm thinking about is what you do and where you are The last thing on my mind is blowing up the Death Star Please, little Tauntaun, turn my lightsaber on So I can climb inside and do my thing Oh, please, little Tauntaun, turn my lightsaber on So I can climb inside and do my thing Tom Turn my lightsaber on So I can climb inside And do my thing And then there's a uh,
3: Somewhere I think in there <laughs> Dude, I can't you, believe you I did. remember You yeah. remember the whole thing Yeah
0: <laughs> We gotta do something with that Yeah we got to do something with that one. Um, Because
2: they they
3: were sitting in the cafe and talking about Lando.
0: Yeah, I remember... Well, I wrote the scene because... And I never did it as stand-up. And the scene got cut. But one of the characters... I remember the scene got cut because the main character wasn't in the scene. But then you watch how watered-down singledom was at the end, and it didn't really matter either way. Wait, let me put my headphones back in the uh, actual mixer so I can hear what we're doing. Um, (laughs) uh, But but I remember the scene was a joke that I had always told amongst my friends, which was, like, how do we... Like, Lando, in the original trilogy, the only one we acknowledge, is black. Right. He's, like, the only black dude. And so how do we even know he's part of the... Like, whatever, quote-unquote, humans were? Right. Right, because like Han, Luke, Leia, they all look the same, right? But they have a black dude, and the black dude, there's green dudes, there's red dudes. How do we even know Lando's like a human? Right, right. He could just be a different race. Right. So, so the joke was like Lando could have six dicks. (laughs) You know, like like that was the joke. And then under that, we were gonna play the Lando song. But a, the Lando song didn't work, and b. I wanted to do something else with the Lando song. Pirate Pete was supposed to be in singledom, and I pulled Pirate Pete out too. uh, One one of the things we
3: created for Geekscape. Well, the Lando and the Lando song for me brought up, you know, a really important thought of like, you know, obviously Lando was a smooth cat, right? You know what I mean? Like, he, he he was the head. I mean, he had a lot of responsibility, and as we know in our culture, anyone who's in any kind of ruling class with a lot of responsibility. Um, has to make some tough decisions Has to make some tough decisions But is also got some his... lady on the side Right You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I find it very hard to believe That Lando Calrissian did not have some woman That he like thought of and went to all the time So if you're going into a possible suicide run Into the Death Star to blow it up
2: the, You know,
3: you're going to be thinking about her Right I mean and this is obviously, you know So that's a little song that he's thinking about as yeah. he's piloting with Neub Nub yeah. going into the second death star. Well, and <laughs> even when he's yeah, he's like he's you know, he's he's at Jabba's palace and he's yeah. hanging out there. Like yeah. I think in the back of his mind because like, what was what was motivating the guy, right. truthfully. Right. I mean, like he could have been a scoundrel the yeah. entire time, you know, a smug yeah. I mean he could have got by but he's a good just guy. by stabbing his friends in the back and right. being what he doing what he did throughout you know, with the Empire. They'd have let him be. You know. <laughs> Um, the Empire needed Patsy. See
0: now, now the original ending of Return of the Jedi, in which Lando doesn't get out, get out of the Death Star on time, like right. that would have made this song completely more tragic. You, oh, had, totally. you had to slow it down a couple of beats.
3: Yeah. You know, but see, it's, it's, it's and it, it makes me sad that we never get to meet this lady because she's probably <laughs> a special one. If it was that dude with like the
0: the robotic eyebrow, like, oh, like um, the, what was his name? Like, his retainer? I love that dude. He, like, he was to Lando As what Toad was to As every geekscapist right princess. now is, like, saying it what was out that loud. Dude's name? You
3: fools! You know? Um, what was
0: that dude's name? The dude with, the, the, like, the electrical remote control around his head.
3: <laughs> and the only name that's coming to my mind right now is not the
0: right one. He was to Lando what Toad was to Princess Peach. <laughs> 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 you <know? laughs> but you know that Toad... Like, the Toad's were, like, into to Princess Peach. Right. You know, like... like yeah, this, it, is this is what a- I don't understand. Like, Bowser took Princess Peach to another castle. And right. when you get there, the Toad is standing there. Like, Oh, she's in another castle. Like, how's Toad alive? Like, why, how is Toad just, like, hanging out there? You know what I mean? Like, what is that all about? Well... He left Toad alive. Like, like, like at least Toad would be like, like stabbed up on the wall, like to leave a message. You know, like, right, right, like, right. like Toad's blood would've been bent to be like Mario, huh, like some kind of like,
3: you know, crazy ass murder note. Right. Well, you know, they sent... if Mario was more like seven, <laughs> that's what. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, you know, they they sent Hugo back from the pier at the end of uh, the season two of Lost. You know, they <laughs> got it. Somebody's got to go back and save these guys. It's not something to mess with. We're gonna stay here right. on our beach. Right. Don't mess with Bowser. Don't mess with Bowser. Bowser. You know he's he's got you know a turtle shell with spikes on the back. In Mario Land 3D,
0: there's huge eyebrows. In Mario Land 3D, there's a, a part in levels where you actually look through these binoculars and you look for a toad, and the toad like is up on like this unreachable ledge, and he throws you power ups if you look at him through the binoculars and zoom in on him using like the gyroscope on the 3DS. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. But how the fuck does that guy get up there? Why does he just hang out in this dangerous level to throw you a star coin? or like a, a a one up. Well, he just hangs up there and he's happy. When you see him he's like ha ha He jumps up and down and he throws you a coin. It's like, "You're insane."
3: I think those dudes are always kind of high. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um your daughter. I yes. love I love your daughter, Ella. Um how does that change I mean, obviously you can't go see movies. And blah, blah, blah. Right. How does that change you being a geek uh, and are you are you going to be one of these cool dads like quote unquote cool dads who think it's too cool to be a dad and like try and get your kids into like stuff that they're into as fast as possible.
3: There's a little bit of that I think that everybody battles with. I mean the thing is
0: Or let is, her turn into her own person.
3: I'm going to let her be her own person but I'm definitely going to try to steer her in a proper direction. What's that? You know like What's that guy who was on drugs all through his 20s? <laughs> <laughs> you know I, No I mean like something a friend of mine said is like just puts like as far as be, uh, introducing her to music because I have a dear, dear friend who's, who's uh, a, a, a touring musician who's got a daughter. And, um, and I asked him, I was like, you know, how did you, like, get her into certain things and not get her into certain things? we had this big talk. Uh, uh, we got together one time and we were having a talk about Justin Bieber. And, um, and, and I was how like, you, how do yeah, you, like, avoid control or that or keep that from happening? He's like, there's not a lot you can do except for try to steer them in a direction without a heavy hand. He's like, so put on what you dig. Mm-hmm. When she's a certain age. Um, and she definitely has her own likes and dislikes. Um, she loves Pink Floyd. Even at seven months? Yeah, she loves Pink Floyd. Like, oh. if she's fussy... So she, too,
0: will spend her 20s on drugs. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so she she digs a lot of out-there stuff. Um, and it's just... And I, I feel a lot of that, though, comes from... Um, just I think a lot of those things are based on what people dug as kids to begin mm-hmm. with. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of, if you look at, like, the stuff I, no, we well, grew yeah, up my, on, no, yeah, my like, dad, Sid and yeah. Marty Croft, all that stuff was trippy. The Muppets, like, yeah. I remember the time yeah, I my broke my mom's he heart by Muppets. telling, him, you know, Jim Henson smoked weed. My mom, like, was like, no. I'm like, what are you, look at Dr. <laughs> Teeth. Would you take a look at the guy? He's got, you know, he's got, like, half sunglasses on his <laughs> eyelids that are, like, blue. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. My mom was like, ah, "No." Like, did you like? Did you watch the Muppet movie? I didn't see the Muppet movie yet. You'd like it because you like
0: you like uh, the Fly of the Concords and all that stuff.
3: I like the first season of Fly okay. of the Concords and their stand-up stuff. Second season kind of like, okay. didn't grab me as much. The,
0: some of the songs in Muppets are incredible. That's what I've And heard. I want to see the, I want to hear the songs again. But the, the ending, I was, you know, I've talked about it on the show. Like the ending, I was like not that into. You said something at lunch the other day to my wife and I that was hilarious about. Um, your daughter and being a male and having to change a daughter. Oh, yeah. And it's a
3: whole different weird...
0: Because they've got different parts than guys. Yeah. And you grew up with three brothers. hmm And I grew up with two brothers. And if I had a daughter, like, I wouldn't even know how to fix that area, like, clean, clean that area.
3: You get used to it, but the first couple times, yeah, you're not sure you're supposed to be there.
0: Because last time... You, you Were There it was on a grown-up woman.
3: Right. You, the relationship right, right? to that thing. Well, yeah, but they don't even look the Wait, same. Wait, don't put out the guitar. You're about to play a song I'm about ju- this. No yeah. kidding. Okay. Uh, they don't even really look the same. Right. You know what I mean? Wait,
0: they don't look... Yeah, it's it a kid.
3: It's a kid. So it's, you know... But yeah, you know what it is. You have a certain relationship to this body part that has been, you know... Sexual. 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 And then all of a sudden, like, it's... It, you, you get to, a to a it and you're like...
0: Time to clean your... Yeah, so you
3: have to... You know, I remember the first time I had to do it, I looked at my wife and I'm like, really? You're going to make me like, do this? Like, I'm allowed to do this? Like, no one's going to kick in the front door and be like, you're under arrest, perv? Like, I think intention is where you differentiate. Totally. And A absolutely it is. is it is like, you know. But, um, you know, my, little bro- my younger brother's about to have his, his first daughter. He's got two boys and... Um, uh-huh. And he, he's like, I'm going to call you because I don't, I'm just, it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know how to clean there. And it is very weird. But you get to a point where you have to do it so often that the weird goes away so fast.
0: Think about it. Big Yanks had a daughter before you did. Yeah. Big Yanks, this is, this is his arena now. Yeah. This is where Big Yanks outranks out, uh, you know, out, out, uh, out us. Yeah. In the, but it, this is the only place Big Yanks outranks
3: It's you. one of those things where, and the thing that I realized is you don't talk about it. You still talk. We're you know, talking about it. Well, I mean, we talk Geek, about Geekscape it. You and talk this about is this fine. Stuff. But like, my daughter and I will never talk about it. Yeah. When I, when, it when, when you were a kid, I had trepidation about cleaning your hoo ha. I will never mention it. <laughs> it just will not happen. It would. It would you know. It would, it would I'll twist never her be mind. like, yeah, I had to spread cream in your butt crack when you were. You know, like <laughs> these things will just never come up. And I and I'm glad she doesn't. You know, it's not important. Be, hopefully, she never listens to geeks. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, what was my dad doing?
0: Um... <laughs> You wish you had your baby, but like a baby bidet. Oh, no, the baby. That, that was the joke. Yeah, I the, baby into. the baby was so bidet. Baby Doesn't like,
3: make uh, me less of a man, but it makes me more of a father.
0: <laughs> the baby bidet, differentiating a good touch from a bad touch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, what? What are some? Other, play us another song. Play us another song. Okay. Geekscape Minstrel. We're not um, always gonna have a musical guest, but since right. we have a musical guest, why not? Um, I guess.
3: You know, it's escape, it so keeping it upbeat is important. Yeah, um,
0: well, that one. Yeah, I can play that okay. one.
3: This is um,
0: and this is one of the ones you wrote it when you moved to New York, right? Yeah, it's
3: one of the ones I wrote to New York when I moved to New York, and um, strangely enough, it, it's a song about a um, a dude committing suicide. What's wrong with on, you? On... Oh, yeah. Let's keep it upbeat. All right. well, that's the funny thing. In a about one, in a two. He, he sets up a video camera 200 yards away from don't give him it, Don't give him any ideas. And he puts the, uh, he parks his car on the train tracks and fills it with all his worldly belongings and then closes the door and waits for the train. And okay. That's, that's the song. All right. What's it called? It's wait, called wait. The Hilarious. Oh, it sounds amazing. Yeah. That's a train. That's, that's the train drum. it's the crossing guard I just There's made that a song. Part yeah. okay <laughs> as I now undergo
2: a euphoric transition I manage to muster remorseless momentum with magic utensils that dissect disasters that once had to find my defective persona now sit in a box that sits in the car that sits where I stopped and waiting for a train it's all on the tracks with no one there to step on the gas You'll sit and watch from 200 yards away. Someday we'll look back, label this the hilarious past. Cause in a blink and a flash, there'll be broken glass and plastic parts, flame smoke and shooting sparks soaring through. F- Though it seems that this scheme has been thought through, I sought to deliver a deliberate destructive departure of things I don't need to succeed in the future, a spiritual surgeon of scalpel and suture, removing the tumor that spread like a rumor, all will be better soon as there's a terrain. Along with the insults, to elbows, and ashes from fires that swept through the dreams that I had as a youngster. The pull down, the pushed off, the pissed off, the peel back. Or are stacked nice and neat. Now I'll use this bric a brac. Sits in the box that sits in the car that sits where I stopped it, waiting for a tray. Hey, 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 hey. It's all on the tracks with no one there step on the gas. Oh, you'll sit and watch from 200 yards away Someday we'll look back Label this the hilarious past Cause some dreams must be smashed To shape how a person feels Rebuild an old ideal Totally and thoroughly Stop being me and embrace Change Perhaps I out the most comical component of all That'll turn this calamity to a monumentous feat Everyone wants to go out with a bang So with the slam of the door from ceiling to floor Just one item more is space I've reserved for me Take me home oh oh, 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 the low whistle blow Please take me home That's awesome! Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's I've a
3: heard, I,
0: I love that song. It's but fun. when you were playing it just now, I thought of the video.
3: The video? Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't share it. No. Yeah. We
0: had the best idea for a video when we shot our older video. When we yeah. Shot for our the Ruby sunshine We were. Remember that video I did? to do. About the the mafioso boss who yeah. was like flashing back to towards his life as the assassin who'd come to kill him. Totally. Walked into the room and let him pl- <laughs> let him play one, one last song, song. <laughs> and then the video ends with him getting shot in the head. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, after we've seen... guy the, wipes after, away a tear. After we've seen... After he wipes away a tear and then shoots him. Like, after we've seen the entirety of this man's life, <laughs> the entire culmination of his life, from being a little kid in Italy to come to the States, is basically the godfather. Yeah, the godfather. And then at the end of it, he plays his last song, he closes the, the piano, the dude wipes a tear and shoots him in the face. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, why do you think that kids today don't appreciate the music that... That they're into like like uh, you know there's, there are good bands today but they're not the ones who are celebrated right like this auto-tuning thing is out of control what do you think Th- is that, the difference
3: well and we were talking about this before but it's you know something that made music important when we were kids is you used when we were a kids
0: when we were kids we were yeah. both kids we were a um, we hive mind
3: yeah we we had to go to record stores and you used mm-hmm. to have these independent record stores and you go and you dig Oh, would hours hours at these yeah. places like you know um, I remember when they first had listening stations, that Crazy. made the whole world... They have a world... CD player in
0: the building. Oh, my gosh. We and you could sit there out. and like
3: try things out, and like it was so awesome. And um, you know, you'd listen to, You listen. could listen to like little bits of things, and be like, ah, I like this, I don't like this. But you had to really invest into something. And then you had something you were taking home. Yeah. You had a physical but You had object. to take care of it, because yeah, like, you, you don't to... want to get scratched. Yeah, you then. couldn't leave it at a friend's place. You, you know. Well, you couldn't replicate it. Yeah. And... And it gave it value yeah. You know something I had a I had a conversation once With Ian MacKay from Fugazi And one of the things We talked about Is when I was doing The Littlest Man Band stuff And um, we were doing Our own label And a friend of mine Recommended that I give him A call and talk to him So I called him And talked to him um, Which is like One of the first times I had ever reached out To like someone Who I had mass respect for That mm. I didn't know And I just said Hey I'm gonna give this a shot And um we talked for about an hour and a half, and the guy was really prolific, and everything out of his mouth was just brilliant. But one of the things he talked about is, you know, is it's like, I wanted to give the record away for free. I was making enough money with Real Big Fish. There wasn't a need for me to make more money. Your
0: Littlest Man Band. With the Littlest yeah.
3: Man Band. And he said something that has stuck with me to this day, and it's, you know, when the kids, when kids pay for something, and they get something to put in their hands, they they put va- there's a value to it, mm-hmm. you know. It's important to them. It's there's an object, and it's like if they don't pay for it, then it just becomes a useless piece of plastic. Right. But I think in the reverse of that, though, we're paying. We're no longer paying for. We're paying for information. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that's tangible. They don't yeah. see anything. They can hear it, and it goes onto this little tiny thing that we stuff in our pockets, which is great. I'm all I love MP3 technology right. and my iPod, my iPhone, and all that kind of stuff. I think that stuff's great. But there's a certain there's a certain level to which we have a hard time placing value on the intangible, right? You know, like, is a song really worth 99 cents when you can put it into something that fits in your pocket, like, and yeah. forget it really exists? What
0: do you think about like a pay pay what you want model? Like that's becoming popular in like, with, like Spotify, with, like, software, and, and stuff like that. And yeah, Spotify, yeah. like, um, what do you think about like a pay what you want model? I think because I mean, what's his name recently did it? Uh, the comedian. Um, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. And yeah. He was so widely successful with it. But you, I think you have to reach a certain critical mass first in order for that to be a model. Oh, oh the pay as, the
3: pay what you want. Yeah. Not pay as you, um, the pay what you want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, for me myself, like, I, I I understand that model and I always pay full price just because that's what I believe in doing. Yeah. I mean, like, you know. Even whatever, though you're on a budget. Radio, yeah, even though I'm on a budget. Um, you know, the Radiohead, Radiohead records, um you know, um, what else have I done that with? Um, oh, I found a, an 8-bit version of Miles Davis' is Kind of Blue. <laughs> it is awesome. It is note for note down to the solos. That's it's cool. beautiful. But it was a pay what you want. And I was like, I paid the full price for it. What's, um, what's that, like $5? Uh, yeah, it was $5. Bucks. Um, and but I mean,
0: Miles Davis, could, I mean, his fan base, like, he, like his estate can survive on that, but you can't. Right. You know what I mean? So like... It's, Is that something that a starting out musician could even do? Would, my, would mean, you
3: recommend somebody even become a musician in this day and age as a business? As a business, no. Oh, geez. I mean, it's like, it's what my, my little brother, when he goes out and plays and he has his CDs, he, just, he says from the mic, like, they're this much, but if you don't have that much, we'll work it out. Right. You've got to get into it for the love of it. Yeah. Like, I don't make... Because you hear Trent Reznor talking about just giving it music away right. at this point. It's like, I make music because I absolutely have to. Uh-huh. I've tried not making it. Right. and it, I go crazy I feel nuts you know and um, I mean when, when my daughter was first born I, I probably went a couple weeks without touching an instrument and, and as we were all not you know cleanings um, yeah. a stupid, <laughs> stupid joke but um, and it was great because I was all you know totally consumed with her and you mm-hmm. know, I was very very happy once things started to kind of like find a rhythm and stuff I, I, I was feeling kind of nuts yeah. and I didn't know why and so she, I realized I was like, when she goes down for a nap, I have to, I have to play. Right. And I, I feel much better about things now, and I'm starting to write again and play again and get out and perform and stuff. And but, I mean, I didn't ever. I, I mean, four hundred dollars was what they offered me, and I thought I was a king. Right. It's because it didn't matter. Right. You know, it's, it, it's totally right. not about money for me. Well,
0: you know, but same. I mean, time it, you, same time is, you have to live on planet Earth. Yeah, yeah. But it's. So what would you say to kids who were, like, pirating and stuff like that? How do you stop that?
3: You can't... Do you, do you stop that? What do you do? What do you do? Unfortunately, like, and especially being in Rubik Fish, it's a double-edged... It was a double-edged sword for us because pirating was the way we got over to Europe. Right. Without the pirating... on a pirate and without, ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And without that, we wouldn't have got... We wouldn't have been able to go to Europe because our record label didn't want to put our record out over there until we toured, and our booking oh, wow. agent didn't want us to tour over there until we had a record out over there. So the pirating so, is what pirating and we we went over there on our own dime and we you know we broke even because kids had heard the music and wow. they were excited. Have you heard this real big fish? Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. What's all this in? Oh, real bad fish, I told you. I'm going to go say
0: it with my mates. Yeah, that's um, the worst Cockney
3: accent I think. It's in.
0: awful. Look at me. I'm not the voiceover guy. You're the voiceover guy. You're in a Rice Krispies commercial. I found my out today. Joke. We've been friends five years, and I'm still finding out things about
3: you. All right, you have another song to play us, and then we'll be done. Um, I don't have an upbeat one. Well, yeah, but which one do you have? I mean, I could do. I could do the song I wrote when I came, when I got to New York, Coming and New York. I was like, "What was it called? Welcome to New York." Yeah, it's a pretty blue tune, but yeah. I mean, not blue as in like when you yeah. tell a blue joke. Yeah. but it's a powerful song.
0: Okay, do you know anything else? <laughs>
3: um,
0: what, what do you want to play?
3: I mean, I could play that tune. It's a good okay. tune. Just play the Geekscape theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't even know it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Okay. All right. This one's "Welcome to New York." This song's called "Welcome to New York." It's actually one of the first songs I wrote when I moved there because I was lonely as hell. It
0: Goes out to Big Yanks.
3: Yeah, this one goes.
0: With your buddy for the comic book store. You know that one best moment, like best blue moment of all of Geekscape history was you, Big Yanks, and Jim in the comic book store in New York talking about talking about Twilight dildos. <laughs> that little girl. It's a little boy. It was a boy. Nobody wanted to look at him but me. This <laughs> <laughs> <It> was horrifying <laughs> nothing I could do. <laughs> Go back and listen to that Geekscape episode. My New wife York. was there for that too pretty bad yeah she was like is
2: this what you is this what you and your friends talk about
0: okay welcome
3: to New york i guess yeah all
2: right oh i packed up suitcases one for clothes one for dreams and on the five hour flight i made my foolproof scheme That I'd eat the big apple, not choke on the seeds And they'd name a street after me But this was not destined to be Cause every actor, model, musician in the food industry smiles for tips to afford their 300 square feet and at the end of auditions all they hear is next please so at night they drop to their knees God can you still hear me So welcome to New York, aren't you lonely now? Even your God's lost you in the crowd Amongst the sound of eight million people Whose hearts make man's choir Hope and hopes can reach higher than man can build on the sidewalks and subways where dreams are for sale live the giant size judging eyes of those who've yet to fail staring into the faces behind open guitar cases belting just so they can hear past the ringing of the city In their ears So welcome to New York Aren't you lonely now? Even your guns lost you in the crowd Amongst the sound of eight million people Whose hearts make man's choir Hope and hopes can reach higher Than man can bear
3: Smooth transition to New York And I like, had no qualms <laughs> About it whatsoever Dude, You You weren't depressed Or uh, scared about your future at all um,
0: Scott thanks for being on Geekscape Thanks for having me Once this, again What is this Like your third or fourth Geekscape
3: This is um, Yeah this is my third Geekscape Really? But My fourth time doing Things you and me Yeah I did Geekdom Or Oh geek you drum. did Geekdrome I did geek drum once and I then, didn't. Know, I don't remember that That's yeah. awesome You, me, and Dan uh-huh. And, uh huh. And in the basement of Dan's brother's house. Dan's brother's house. Yeah. Cool. And then we played um, Virtual Fighter. When did we play? It was I don't a, know what we did.
0: Yeah. Um. Cool.
3: But then we went and had Chinese food. <laughs>
0: no Thai food. Thai we, food. Yeah, That, yeah. that old man dresses Elvis performing. <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> That's right.
3: <laughs>
0: um. Dude, thanks for coming on. Um, thanks also, for coming down to my folks' place. No, no. Use. I like this. Yeah. I like going down to Orange and eating with you. Uh. So, dude. Geekscape.net. That's where I Want the kids to check it out. Where do we check you out? Uh, at the moment, I,
3: I, I have no site You'll find out about it on Geekscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll Net. find out about it on Geekscape. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, since I'm now just kind of coming back into the fold of things, um, I've got to put together a Facebook page and all that kind of stuff. You got stuff. A Twitter, the littlest I man. I do. I do. Twit, twit. Littlest man. Littlest man. The uh, littlest man. I think. Yeah, I'd have to check. Jesus. Kid. I'm terrible with this kind of. Stuff. I, it's it all. You okay. know, it all. It's it's all keeps me signed in, so I never remember. You
0: can follow Geekscape at geekscape.net, spelled out on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, YouTube, and, of course, at geekscape.net. We have a new uh, website coming. I hope you guys have enjoyed the new episodes, Uh, all audio. I think we can go a little bit longer. I think we can go a little bit more in-depth. Hopefully it doesn't bore you guys, and hopefully the audio isn't awful. Um, (laughs) And we'll see you guys next week
3: with a brand-new episode. All right, Scott? Thank you so much. Have a fantastic week, everybody. (laughs) Play a little ditty out. Because I'm working on a song that I wrote a long time ago when I got broken up with, and it's actually a really great song. Because Dumb stuff
2: happens to me every day, every day, every day. It comes in many different shapes and sizes and ways, many ways, many ways. You try to stare it right in the eyes, but it's in disguise. It'll tell you lies. Baby, it should come as no surprise. The dumb stuff happens to me every day, every day, every day.
1: I know my daughter needs cleaning after she pees, but isn't this her mother's job?
2: I want to be a good dad, but this just feels weird. The last time I touched one of those was the night we got pregnant with her.
1: I've
0: never seen one so small before. Is it all there?
1: (coughs) Silence the voices. You have a choice.
2: Hello, I'm Michael Kane for Baby Bidet. Now with the Baby Bidet, you can wash all those feelings of inadequacy away for good. The Baby Bidet is easy to set up, it's easy to use, it's even easier to clean up. Baby Bidet provides a gentle sprinkle of water to your daughter's bum. It plugs into any sink, blue or outside tube for ease and range of use. Which you get old enough, you can even drink with it. I do. The Baby Bidet, it won't make you any less of a man. But it will make you more of a father. Endure. (laughs)